Hello G&Divas, we're just popping up in case you're deep in episodes from years ago to tell you that very soon you can see us in the cinema. Hello from the future. It's future William and Jordan here. Stop living in the past and get up today. Next Tuesday, our show at the London Palladium will be streamed live into cinemas. So if you want an evening full of laughs and outrageous problems and dilemmas, then come along and join us on the big screen. Help as Sex and My Boss Live is showing everywhere and everyone's welcome. Go to sexofmyboss.com slash cinema to get your tickets now. That's sexofmyboss.com slash cinema. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is plush care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. And welcome to Help I Sexted My Boss, the podcast where we help you navigate the challenges of modern life, answering your 21st century questions and finding solutions to everyday dilemmas, like when is the right time to get out of a man? <laughs> and who is Annabelle Roberts? And of course, what should you do if you've accidentally sexted your boss, but we're not your usual agony ants, are we William Hansen? No, we're not Jordan North. I'm more Raffles. You're more Rustlers. Do you know what Raffles is? A company that does raffle tickets? No, it's a very, very, very smart hotel in Singapore. Started in the 1800s by Sir Thomas Raffle, who was a Brit. Oh, have you stayed there? Um, No, I haven't stayed there, but I'm going to Singapore next year, hopefully, God willing. And are you going to be staying in Raffles? I don't know yet. No. I'll definitely be visiting. It depends if you're going with Mikey or not. If you're going with Mikey, you'll be going in a normal hotel. If you're going in Raffles, that's when you like to treat your tent. Uh, hello, have you met Mikey? Yeah. If I'm going with Mikey, we'll be in the penthouse at Raffles. I know. Forget needs to remember his roots, that guy. Anyway, thank you to Jane on Instagram for messaging that one in. Thank you, Jane. Um, Jordan, I'm sorry, before we do anything else, can we have the gin and bonnet? Because I have been deprived of <sighs> D for six weeks now. I've got it sitting here. On my desk, all that faff with your microphone, the ice is nearly melted. I really, really want the D, please. Yeah, so many jokes. Um, f- let's just recap for those new listeners, because mm-hmm. we're getting lots of new listeners at the moment. Um, you are now a and Diva. We call you a and Diva because the drink that we have on this podcast is gin and bonnet. It's our signature drink. It was made famous by the late Queen Mother. It was her favourite drink. It's one part gin. Two parts de bonnet. De bonnet is a French aperitif. Uh, we've been drinking this since we started the podcast in 2017. Uh, and we get we get pissed on it and record the podcast, and it's probably now one of my favourite drinks. If you've not tried it, 
definitely do. You can go on our website and get yourself a little gin and a bunny. That's um, sexandmyboss.com. William, who are we toasting to? <laughs> How can you remember all of that but then forget the website? I don't know. <laughs> there we go. So, yeah, we drink gin and the bunny. We love it. You've got to do it. When you come to see us on tour, we have gin and the bunny being served. Oh, yours looks a big one. Mm, well, mm. most of that's water, to be honest, from the melted ice. Um, and I would like to toast, and we can't really go into details, uh, but he knows what he did. Uh, I would like to toast Dom. Uh, so, Dom, thank you very much. You know what you did for me. This what? one's for you. We raise our D to you. Who's Dom? Never you mind. My new, my new best friend. Who's Dom? I'll tell you later. It's all no, very mysterious. I can't. What what are you on about? Tell me who he is. I'm not letting this go. I'm afraid if I tell you, I will. I probably will get shot, and and you will too. Remember, if you want to help with something, then you can tweet us at sextedmyboss. You can send your tales of trepidation to help at sextedmyboss.com. Or you can write to William, who promises a handwritten reply on his own head of paper. The address is on the website, sextedmyboss.com. Come. We always enjoy hearing your thoughts on our podcast, and the best way to do that is by leaving a review on iTunes or wherever you can leave them. So do that for us. Put a smile on Jordan's face. Write something nice about him because he's got a very thin skin. That's not true. That is not true. Anyway, the Queen has returned. Here she is. Thank you very much. What's it like to be back in the UK? Well, um, it's lovely. I mean, obviously, I'm in, I'm in quarantine because where, where regardless of wherever you've come from, you have to uh, self-isolate for, for the, number, the statutory number of days. Um, I should just say I am back a little bit earlier than uh, I was meant to be because there's people I'm sure that are following all of this, especially the, the travel situation, knew that Amman was put on the red list which means that you'd have to go into a hotel. But to be honest, all the flights from Amman to London were going to get cancelled. There was a three-day window, so I hot, I minced at full speed to Muscat Airport and jumped on the nearest jumbo, and here I am. Would you have had to? Would you have been stranded in Amman? I would have been. For how long? Who knows? Could have been months. We could be on like series ten by the time I got out. Stuck in Amman. There you go. How's Mikey? How was it when he got back? Was he? Did he start crying again and all that? All is very good. It's lovely to see Mikey. He's obviously thrilled at the time home early. Uh, who wouldn't be? And uh, flat was flat was in good condition. I was going to say, what was it like when you got back? I just imagine it. Mikey's there on settee, asleep, still with his sofa, with his boots on, like takeaway boxes, pizza boxes everywhere, like cans of. <laughs> Tenants and cans of what? Tenants, proper strong, cheap beer. Tetley's bitter, you know. Cans and bottles everywhere. Like curtains drawn. Telly blasted out. Oh, I didn't know you were back. I was going to clean. Oh, sorry, my little puppy. How are you? Oh, you're back. To be fair, when I, um, of course, I. My return was very, very sudden. And Mike and I would often voice note each other in the morning for when we get up. I know how sweet. Very sweet, that is. Really yeah, sweet. I had voice noted him going, um, so I'm on the flight tonight, coming back. So um, if you could pick me up at Heathrow tomorrow, please, at, uh, at 6.30am, that would be great. Blah, 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 blah. And uh, he obviously woke up and hadn't played. You know, you can see on WhatsApp where someone's played your message or not. He hadn't played it. He was like, hi, supermarket delivery coming in a minute. Um, I'll listen to your message shortly. And I had to respond going, you need to listen to that message now. And then he was like, oh my God, the flat's not clean. I said, don't worry. You thought I was coming back next week. 
It is what it is. But I have spent the last couple of days cleaning. Oh, oh so the flat... It was, it was very clean. No, no, no. It was very clean. <gasps> but there are jobs that even Mikey would admit that he didn't do or didn't have time to do. Um, so I've done them. Such as? The floors. <laughs> and? Uh, a lot, there was a lot of ironing to do to be fair he, he was very good but he's been very busy working on this documentary of his that he's done so the last couple of weeks there has been a slight he was more focused on that than hygiene oh right so he's not been keeping no no to he's, he's, no standards look i can't bloody win with you you come back and you start inspecting floor get in that bedroom you turn me on you do Ooh. Bedroom was very, very clean. I bet it was. You. Yes, but it was filthy after we'd finished. <laughs> <laughs> That's staying in. That's staying in. Do you know? I obviously, when you come back to the UK now, you have to get tests on day two, day five, if you want a test on day five and day eight. And you'd be, you'd think by now, I'd be used to having things down the back of my throat. But no, every, every time one goes down, you still it gets worse and worse each time. <laughs> You'd think after a whole year of it, it, would, it wouldn't be a problem. And the rest. Mm. Do you know, in Amman, this is interesting, they only do it up your nose. Yeah, I only do mine up my nose. Yeah, no, in Amman, they don't do the one down the back of the throat. They're very anti that. Mm, I just, I think I've been, it says on my instructions, do it up your nose, but yeah, it's horrible. <laughs> Honestly, it gets right up. Is that what it says? Do it up your nose. <laughs> So just do it up your nose and get it right up. I, I can't get used to it. It's worse when someone else does it, I think. If you've never had a COVID test, it's horrible. It goes right up your nose. Do you prefer putting it down your throat yourself or when someone else does it? Grow up. <laughs> no, answer me. I prefer to do it myself. Mm. Nice to have a hobby. Now, I believe you are beginning to look for a house. Is this why you watch Place in the Sun? Um, how do you know about Place in the Sun? Because halfway through our meeting the other day, you told us to hurry up because Place in the Sun was starting in five minutes. <laughs> I did. <laughs> I'm obsessed with Place in the Sun. I, I claim, a, claim a diary every day at three o'clock so that I can watch it. Um yeah, I'm, I'm I'm house hunting at the moment. It's I'm trying to get a foot on the property ladder, and it is. It, it, do you know how to ruin a perfectly good day? No. Just go and look at house prices in London, honestly. Mm. And don't forget, Burnley has a couple of years ago. It might be different now, but per- Burnley was the cheapest place to live in the UK. Really? Yeah. Gosh, it's funny that. Yeah. So I don't know why, because it's such a lovely place. It is. It's a lovely place to come from. So I then, because what you do is you look at them and you can't help but then go and have a look at house prices in, in, in where you grew up and got a, basically I could buy a front street in Burnley. So what sort of what sort of vibe are you going for? What's the ideal Jordan house? Well, any, anywhere that I can afford. I've been looking so what are you looking in? Like Clarence House, the Mall? Uh, shut up. I've been looking near you, West London. We could be neighbours. Do you know what? In a, in, in a, in a funny little way, that would be quite nice. For oh, everyone else. I'd, I'd do it just because I know you get on. I'd do it just to show you up. I'd be like, I'd come out in flip-flops, proper short shorts and a string vest. Well, um, do you want a break? Do you want a pot round from... Do you know, 
Honestly, when I was mm-hmm. younger, people used to just walk in your house and come and have a brew, like Vicky, or you'd pop over garden sh- garden fence and, and speak to people. You'd go over the garden fence? What were you, a horse? You just used to speak to neighbours all the time. Nice. I remember my next-door neighbour when mum and dad lived, I used to get in at like four or five in the morning. And he used to get up early to go to his allotment. Lovely fella, Brian. He used to roll me a fag. Should he have been doing that for a five-year-old? No, I would get in at like four or five in the morning. I was oh, right. 18, 19. He used to roll me a cig. I'd, he'd just be getting up and I'd be going to bed. Right. Uh, yeah. Well, that's nice. So so, ha- so, have you found anywhere yet? I've, there's a couple of places. Um, I've got an allotment where I get a free wheelie bin, a pot to piss in and broccoli for free for the rest of the year so that's one option there's another place as well where um I'll, i've got a if if i do do it i've got to get a lodger i need to get a bar job during the week work every day of the week for the rest of my life and never go in a burnley match again so yeah it's all um all lucky it's so depressing just literally i'm just all you, the sounds you hear i'm just on the laptop going <sighs> When I was looking for property, the uh, thing I noticed on Rightmove is that nobody puts their loose seats down before they have the photographer around. Oh, do they not? Does that and it really you? winds me up. It's yeah. like you are trying to advertise and market your house, put your loose seat down, and also nobody can make their beds. Oh, nobody makes their bed properly. Oh, honestly, right? Some of these houses, like you know, they're coming round to, to take pictures. Like, have a tidy up, make your bed. Put a box yes. down, like do your washing up, just clear it. Do you know, some of them I'm like, have you no shame? Yeah. No, it's just, it's disgusting. So when you're looking next, just please, could you tell me whether people have realised they need to put the loose seat down and make the bed? So yeah, yeah. I'll keep you up to date on my house or something. Oh, thank you. I'm gripped already. Um, so in Amman, we were very fortunate we had a driver. Uh, anywhere we wanted to go, the client gave us a driver which was lovely. Any time or day, we had a driver. And we changed drivers every couple of weeks. And after the first week, when I knew that we were changing drivers, I said to the client, I said, "Um, are we expected to give them a tip? And the answer came back, it's completely your choice, which we all know is code for yes. So I... Oh, is it? Whoa, 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 is it? Is that what they say? It's in certain cultures, yes. Oh, Okay. If it was really like verbatim, they would say no, but this was, it's completely down to you. So anyway, I, I said to my colleague who I was with, I said, how much do you think I should tip? And obviously the currency is Amani Real. And he went, I don't know, 300. And he's, he's Dutch. And I didn't really pick up on the fact that he might be joking. So out I go to the cash point. First time I'd gone to a cash point and I got out 300 Amani Real. Okay. I then realised a couple of days later how much 300 Amani Real is in British pounds. Oh, you've not tipped him like a grand, have you? Not quite that bad. But I tipped him, well, I mean, it changes every day when you look based on the exchange rate, 550 pounds. <gasps> I know. God! And I feel physically sick. I thought you were going to say I tipped him about 20 quid. No. Oh, God. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I've basically funded his startup, um, and the driver's now driving around an even nicer car. 
God, was he happy? Was he like, thank you? He was delighted. And I, I thought, oh, well, people must not be used to being tipped. But so I'm blaming my Dutch colleague because he just said to me, oh, 300. And then when I said to him, I went, he said, how much did you tip the driver? And I said, oh, 300. He went, no, 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 really? I said, you told me 300. And that's when I realised. God. Jesus. Yeah. I've, I, like all the northern beans in my body are just boiling right now. Like, I, <laughs> I, I was absolutely, all for weeks, I was there going, I just cannot believe I've done that. I still can't. I'd miss the flight. I'd have to drive back and be like, pal, I'm sorry, but you're going to have to give me some back. And you're cheeky for taking it. Yeah. Well, of course, I put it in an envelope. I did it all very discreetly and went, you know, thank you so much for your services over the last two weeks. That was it. I mean, I was there for six weeks. I did not tip any future drivers. Let's put it that way. British are known, we've talked about this before, but we're known for being bad tippers as well, aren't we? we not anymore. We don't tip, do we? Yeah. Completely undone that. Honest to God, I won't be able to, you know what, I won't be able to sleep at night. I, won't, I once lost a fiver and it kept, kept me up for weeks. Bless you. I, I were out every night looking for it for two weeks. <laughs> Head torch on and everything, metal detector. <laughs> Spent 400 quid on metal detector. <laughs> hey, have you done your uh, have you done your census yet? I've done my census, yes. It's quite exciting, isn't it? I need to do mine at the time of recording. What do you do? You just log on and tell them... You pop your, your code in. Tell, yeah. No, they don't want to know your weight. I mean, they really don't want to know your weight. But you put in put in the uh, put in your your information, and uh, and that's it. It's very very easy. Well, should we should we have a little practice? Yeah, seeing as you do? haven't seeing as you haven't done it, I do remember. Do you did you? I remember doing year six history, and we used to read old censuses. Sensei, is it sensei? I believe so. I don't is know. It? Sounds right. But we used to read old censuses, and I was thinking about it right. And I used to love my teacher, um, Mrs. Edwards. It was no, 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 not Mrs. Not Miss Edwards. And at the time, she always had a distinct smell, and I just thought it was. Like Why are you perfume. sniffing your teachers? No, it was really strong. And as I got older, I realised it was alcohol. <laughs> she always oh. stunk. It wasn't Mrs. Edwards. Can I just clarify that? Was not Miss. This was when I was in primary school. She was. Cut. I can't tell your name, but I loved her. She was so funny. So go on, tell us how you do a census. Well, you you just answer the questions, but I've I've got a few questions for you. Okay. That we that was like a sexted my boss census. Does that sound I'm good? Not released, I'm not revealing anything private. You're not, but I might. Okay, here we go. Um, what's your age? Thirty-one. Sorry, a little bit louder at the back. Thirty-one. Sorry, sorry, the lines. Your age? <coughs> Thirty-one. Okay. Uh, with your gin and a bonnet, do you have a slice of orange or a slice of lemon? Uh, usually lemon, although I do think it's better with orange, but I don't have oranges in. Why do you not have oranges in? Cause that's not a question in the census, that's a question from me. Because I'm not fancy in it getting oranges in, they just go off. I've told you this. Chop them up, put them in the freezer. Oh yeah, you have told me that. You only get oranges in at Christmas. What? You are so weird. Uh, ready for the next question? Yes. Are you kinky? <laughs> no, no, I'm not. It says here, are you sure? <laughs> yes, I'm pretty sure. And to be honest, no, I'm not even going in. No, and I didn't want that in. It was a joke that went out of hand. Right. Are you kinky? No. 
Next question. It says, uh, do you prefer to be spanked or tied up or both? <laughs> Neither. Uh, okay. Right, can you... We Who say is, this, no, we look, joke. this is serious. Can, this is a right, government... I'm claustrophobic, board. so can you imagine me being tied up? And you know I have no pain threshold at all. So that is my idea of hell. During a time that's... Ugh, I couldn't think of how worse. How often do you have the D? Um, I mean, during lockdown. Mm. Quite a lot. Right. But before lockdown, I wasn't getting enough. Okay. And who is the ant to your deck? Um, uh, Verdon K. Right. Okay. William Hansen. I'm joking. William no Hansen. Offense. William Hansen. Have I changed? Next question. Do you clink? Uh, I don't. And I, and, and I tell people now not to clink. Oh, no, I clinked on... No, I'm not clinky. (laughs) (laughs) That's great. I'm not kinky, I'm clinky. And let me just put this through the final question. Uh, Have you changed? Um, I'd like to think not, no, but I do have a diptyque candle now. So Hmm. So you really have. Well, marvellous. Well, the census over. I mean, it's so painless. Everyone can do it. It's that sort of data that's really going to help the government. How long does it take? Oh, five minutes. Uh, do you know what? We should stop talking about this. They've not paid us for this. We could have got a bloody advert in. You know what Ben's like? Sells his bloody grandmother with Ben to get some revenue for the podcast. Um, you want to talk about the etiquette of happy birthday posts on Instagram? Yes, this is something that, in fact, someone messaged me saying, was I not going to wish happy birthday to you on my story on uh, Instagram a few weeks ago when it was your birthday, when it was your 31st birthday, um, in, as now you've entered your 32nd year, of course, let's not forget that. Um, I just want to say to everyone, I think the etiquette of happy birthdays on social media is probably, I, I don't think you should do it to anyone. And if you are going to do it, there are certain rules that you have to follow. Because I think people use happy birthday to my friend Jordan, happy birthday to my friend Ben, purely for a good excuse to post a photograph of them looking good next to the person whose birthday it is. Oh, yeah. If I was posting for your birthday and there's a picture of us and you look gopping and I look good, I'd like, happy birthday, William. But see, yeah, that's, yeah. Thank you. It's kind of like, I agree with you there, and you don't think you should do that. Absolutely not. And also, what does gopping mean? <laughs> gopping. It's actually, I think it's an army word. So we've talked, I, we've never really talked about this, but there's certain words growing up in the army you get mm. that you hear and you say them now and other army kids go, oh yeah. So, so you gopping, top bunk or bottom bunk tonight? No, gopping means like... Um, Will you fill my trench? Gopping means um, like... Is that a rifle in your pocket, or are you just pleased you to see let me? Fin it means like ugly, yeah. So another oh. one, another one, it'd say if you're in the army, they'd be like, because my dad used to say this, and my brother says it now. He's like, "You're admin shit." You're what? You're admin. You're admin. Yeah, so it means like. Was that when you file your expenses? No, it's like your personal admin. Like, my, I'm always late. I forget things. I miss dates and stuff like that. Means, well, your admin is pretty bad. Yeah, so like that's another one. Uh, there's a few, 
But I did that recently, you know, it was St. Paddy's Day and I was just scanning through my phone and there was a picture of me in the summer in a beer garden with Patty Guinness. And I thought, oh, that's not bad. Well, don't. I think if you're going to post for anything, you know, happy birthday or uh, anniversary or or Father's Day, classic, classic one we had recently, or Mothering Sunday, sorry, don't post a picture with you and the mother, just post a picture of your mother. Oh, no, I disagree with you there. I posted a picture of me and Wendy. And why did you choose those particular photographs? Because I, she looked great in them. And you just happened to be in them. Oh, God. How, I mean, how hard work is it trying to take a picture with your mum? Be like, yeah, mum, getting this. Hang on. Graham, what have I told you? When you take a picture, hold it up. Hold it up high. <laughs> hold it up. Hold it Get on, bloody... Get Stand up, you short ass. Hold it up. Honestly. It's like, ready, ready. Oh, she told me to say something as well. You don't say cheese. Something she said... She says it every time. She says... You've got to say something because it makes you look like Victoria Beckham. I'm like, right, all right. Prunes. Prunes, that's it, yeah. Yeah. Prunes. <laughs> Seeing both of you pound is quite disconcerting. Shall we all do a pout now? Shall we all do a pout for social? Are you ready, Ben? Right, we'll do a pout. Three, two, one. Prunes. <laughs> Great. Top quality content. You see, cheese isn't actually a good word to say when taking a photograph because if you want to emulate a genuine smile, you need to. Why are you? What have you done? I'm getting a joke book. <laughs> well, yeah, but you've just angled your webcam so I can see your D. Oh, nice. Um, when do you think they say cheese in other countries? Like, do you think in France they go say cheese? Or fromage. Think, fromage. <laughs> what do you think they say in German? Cheese. Say cheese, Daniel. What do they say? Do they say it in other countries? Any Germans or French listening? Not anymore. <laughs> Should we go to Jordan's joke of the week and have the jingle? If you like a chap who's cheeky and northern, you're in for a treat. With our Jordan, and if a giggle is what you see, you're sure to love Jordan's jolly joke of the week. I went to the pharmacy yesterday and asked the assistant what gets rid of coronavirus. <laughs> And I'll tell you the punchline. It's all right. It's all the buff boss. <laughs> we don't want to be reminded of it. <laughs> I'll tell you the punchline after the break. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass? So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. 
PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Thanks for sticking with us, Gene Divas. Second part of the episode today, Jordan's Jolly Joke of the Week. I went to the pharmacy yesterday and asked the assistant what gets rid of the coronavirus. She said, I'm only a cleaner. Sorry, I said, I thought you worked here. I mean, that's quite niche. <laughs> You've got to know what ammonia is in order to understand that joke. Uh, she said, ammonia cleaner. Sorry. Is that not good? I thought that was good. I mean, it's I'm good, but you've got to know what ammonia is. Uh, Any others? What's the difference between... You'll like this one, and you can oh, tell all this. And this is a good one. What do rubbish hotels and skinny jeans have in common? I don't know. No ballroom. <laughs> <laughs> No doorbell. <laughs> there you go, you can tell that at your next etiquette. Oh, yeah, that'll thank you. That'll have them rolling in the aisles. Um, well, seeing as I'm back and I've had my first D in six weeks, I feel it's a perfect opportunity for us to bring back our seminal competition, Give Me the D. Yes. Should we have a little sing-song? Let's do it. We haven't done Good this luck, in everyone. a while. We haven't done this in a while. I won. And don't do your little thing where you purposely try and trip me up and get me out of tune. Okay. Just try and keep in tune because I've got a beautiful voice. We've not done this in ages. Um, Can you remember the lyrics? Yeah, I'll do the lyrics and then you do all the bits afterwards, okay? What do you mean the bits afterwards? Well, tell everyone how they can win a bottle of Dubonnet. So, sorry, I'm not even singing this time, am I? No, yeah, you sing... What's gotten into you? God, you can tell you've come home to a bloody messy house. A one, two, a one, two, three. I I want want the D. D... I need it now. now. You do that on purpose. <laughs> Just sing the song. It's easy. Okay, I'm, tell you what, I'm going to sing the song and I'm not going to worry about you. In fact, I'm going to take my earphones so out. So am I, I'm going to take mine out. Okay, one, two, a one, a one two, two, three. three. I want the D. I want the D. I, I need, need it now. now. Please tell, tell me when. when. Please, Please tell, tell me how. I'm thirsty and willing and eager, you see. So, so come, come on, boys. Give me the D. That actually worked better. We were on time then. It's you. You you won't you'd be terrible in a band. You've got no harmonies. Is that the right one? Um if you this is a competition, Gene Divas, in case you don't know, where we give away a bottle of Debonnet. Um we couldn't obviously give away any D with me out of the country, but now we're back. It is time to do it. Um, producer Ben will post an image on our Instagram account. We're at Sex of My Boss. Ben will post an image, probably of Jordan, if he remembers, on our Instagram account on at Sex of My Boss. And uh, all the rules of how to enter can be found there. Great. Thank you, William Hansen. Uh, let's go to the listeners' problems. Well, no, before that, Jordan, um, we need to mention last week we teased something. We teased that something was coming up. Mm-hmm. And it's time to tease a little bit further. Tease. Um, we realise, producer Ben realised, that we are coming up to our 100th episode. Right, how does, how does this work out? Because you're not remember the... God. The what? When you went off? No, the bloody help hotline and all that that went down like a fart in a lift. 
today clusters episodes. But, <laughs> I mean, no. some of them were good. Some of them were great. That some of them were great. Some were just no. It's main episodes. Oh, it's, okay. so it's our hundredth main episode. Can you believe? Oh, we've done a hundred. Well, we haven't, but we're we're getting there. Oh God! Do you remember when we did the second series and we were in that really stuffy hotel? Um, stuffy, stuffy hotel. Stuffy, um, really stuffy, hot. Um, oh God! Studio. Yes. And I thought we're not going to get another series out of this. <laughs> we did actually. Was that the series we actually recorded a whole episode that never went out because we lost the tape? Yeah, in years to come, that'd be like Dad's Army when they found the last episode. Yes. When we're all on our nursing homes. Yeah. Someone said mm. to me today, actually, they said, I can just imagine you in a nursing home in a big window with a blanket over you, just going, happy place, happy place, happy place. And what, was, what else did they say? Happy place in the sun, happy place in the sun. Oh, my God, there's a, cross, there's a crossover for TV format. Happy place in the sun. Happy place in the sun. Happy place, happy place. How you love, how you love. Happy place, happy place. Yeah. Anyway. Gordon, Gordon. So, go on, what, what, what are we doing for our 100th episode? Well, we're going to do something special. Something special, something executive. Watch this space, wa- watch our socials. We want everybody to be involved, and everyone is going to be able to be involved. Details very, very soon. Ooh, your little tease. I know, we try. Shall we go on to the listeners' problems? Let's do it. This first one is from Anonymous Sisters. Dear William Jordan and PB... Everyone is looking forward to our highly anticipated reopening of hairdressers, except for our mum. Our mum needs your help escaping a hairdressing faux pas. Please note this is not a botched at-home box-style panic cutting of a fringe, but rather a social dilemma. We have been attending the same hairdresser for many years now, and the lady who owns the salon is lovely and kind, but unfortunately exhibits no evidence of CPD since the early... Uh, noughties, and wouldn't know a beachy balayage if it bit her on the bum. Neither would I, but there we go. Our mum often leaves the salon with the same hair she went in with and has tried various tactics to encourage a more positive outcome, such as providing images to style from, but to no avail. More recently, she had her hair styled by a different hairdresser for one of our weddings and was amazed at how good her hair could look. Since then, she has been carefully considering how to leave our lifelong hairdresser. In a panic, she has told our hairdresser that she is planning to grow her hair. Our mum has very, very short hair and is absolutely not planning on growing it. My sister and I have escaped this awkwardness by moving away from our home over the last few years, but our mum is clearly in a less fortunate situation, particularly given that the salon is essentially next door to our house. So, our questions are, what is the correct etiquette for changing hairdressers, and how should our mum respond when the hairdresser inevitably sees it on our street, sporting a fresh trim? Love the podcast, Anonymous Sisters. Great, great question. Been really good this series. Um, This is something I often worry about, because if you cheat on your hairdresser, they'll know about it. Um, So you have to, I was once on a night out in Preston, bumped into my barber, bought him a pint, and he went, not seen you for two months, who's cut your hair? And it was the most awkward situation. I was like, I'm a dirty whore, sorry. So, um... <laughs> that was later on with the hairdresser. I'm not clinky. Um, so, so I can I can totally relate to this. And when I had to leave my hairdresser back up north, only recently... Um, we kind of did it, as in I didn't send any letters. So this is how I do it. Rip the plaster off, change hairdresser. If you ever meet, just say, I've been with you for 
God knows how many years I've given you a lot of my money. You know, I'd, I'd just do it. Just go and cheat. Sometimes the grass is greener on the other side. Oh, well, I think they know that. That's that's the that's the difficulty, is that they have hard proof that actually so do they're it. good hands. Just do it. Do you think anyone has ever, ever in the history of humans, you know, when you've had a bad haircut, and we've all had a really bad haircut, I know when they show you that mirror at the back of your head, do you think anyone's ever gone, no, I don't like it? Because literally they show you that mirror and you just go, yeah, no, I try and change my hate cracking that sound. Hmm. No, no, I suppose you don't. I, My advice to Anonymous Sisters and their mother is that they are... Stop trying to be nice, OK? You're you're making it harder for yourself. Just, OK, when you, when you do inevitably, when your mother does inevitably bump into the hairdresser, you, you can sugarcoat it a bit if needs be, but you say, actually, I've decided to go to, to a different hairdresser's. I'm really sorry. Unless you have any other relationship with them, like they're your, a relative or an incredibly close friend... Sorry, they're providing a bad service, so stop worrying about it. How many 31-year-old men can say they've got the same hairdresser as Princess Anne? <laughs> well, yeah. How? I mean, that is. there's two things I always say about you when people say, are you really friends? I'm like, yeah. I say, we're, we're proper friends. He's dead posh. He's got the same hairdresser as Princess Anne. <laughs> <laughs> Who cuts Mikey's hair? Oh, I just as it in mirror with you. Razor, don't he? <laughs> It's number two. Um, no, he, he changed his hairdressers quite a lot. He's quite fickle. And he tried a perm last year, and that didn't work mm. in his... In his can uh, we talk about opinion. that now? Has it been enough time since? We can talk about it. Yeah, I liked it, but you were never keen, were you? No, 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 I did like it. I did like it. I just felt that it was... Um, he did get some very bad aftercare advice, and so I didn't like it when it then started to come out. I liked it. It's a little perm. He looked a little bit Jordan North End, and that was a worry. <laughs> oh, that's fun. Oh, God. But that was an, it was a bit weird. But that was another dry spell for you. Right, uh, next question. No, actually. No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not saying or at that, just the thought of you thinking of me while you're having sex. Showed him a happy place. Okay, <laughs> dear William and Jordan. William's had a drink. I've been wishing I had a dilemma for ages so I could write in, and now I have one I wish that I didn't. Ooh. William, no judges, please. Already. And for obvious reasons, I will stay anonymous so it doesn't scupper my chances of hopefully getting with Jordan one day. Oh, OK. Oh, it's from Annabelle Roberts. <laughs> now the restrictions in England have changed regarding meeting one other person outdoors for a walk, me and my friend, they mean my friend and I, scheduled to meet at the local woods at the weekend. I picked us up a Costa drive through en route to meet her. I don't usually drink coffee, but I thought, sod it, why not, and ordered myself an iced latte. Can I just say, right, and I love coffee, you know, I go drink co- I can't have Costa, it goes through me like a freight train. Honestly, if I have Costa, oh, I don't want to go into it. I don't want to sound like your nan, but Jesus Christ. I got, yeah, something in Costa coffee, it runs right through me. How how do you find a Cafe Nero? Yeah, fine with Nero. Let's have a discussion about coffee shops of England and Jordan's bowels. No, I'm fine with all else because I drink coffee all day. Honestly, Costa coffee, yeah. Honestly. We can call this episode... Help, Costa's gone straight through me. If, I, honestly, if I have a Costa coffee, I, I, it's like I'm pissing on my arse. <laughs> oh, good. 
Jolly good. I'm more interested in why on earth they ordered an ice latte in March, but never, there we go. Um, we were around halfway through the woods when I'd finished my ice latte, and it had become blatantly clear it was going to go straight through me. Oh, Jordan, you're not the only one. <laughs> <Shut up. laughs> that, is that what they've really said? Oh my God, are you yep. joking? No. This, I told you, there's some in Costa Coffee. <laughs> I won't go into detail, don't worry, Jordan has, uh, because I'm scared William's, of William slagging me off too much, but I was left with no option but to dart into the nearest bushes, not once, but twice. <gasps> That'd be me! This left me sockless. <laughs> sockless? What does that mean? Do the math. I they wipe know. their ass with a sock. Oh! Okay, now I'm judging them. <laughs> and dying to get home. I feel need to point out that there were no toilets anywhere nearby and the car was not close enough to get to it, so I couldn't rush home. So what I want to know is, what is the correct etiquette regarding shitting in the woods? Can't wait to see you guys on tour in Leeds. Let's hope my seat is near the toilet. Yes, we'll be putting plastic sheeting down if you let us know which seat you're in. Who's that? What's the Anonymous. Name? I'm not judging because I know firsthand about Costa, right? Second thing, OK, I was on a walk recently... Dying for a wee, okay? Why are no toilets open now because of COVID? Like, humans still have to piss. It is sending... It's infuriating me. I went for a long walk the other day, and I thought, I'm going to have to go outside. I didn't, I just waited till I got home. But, yeah. Um, why are no toilets open at the moment? What was the question? Um, well, what, what is the etiquette regarding defecating in woodland? I mean, I wouldn't say do it, but if you've had a costa... You've got to go and you've got to go. What are the odds of that? Well, cl- clearly, I would, I would, I mean, look, we're never going to be sponsored by this coffee shop, but maybe, maybe when you're going out and about, Acosta isn't really the one to uh, go with. No, if honestly, if you bunged up, get Acosta, seriously, sort your right out. Syrup of figs or Acosta ice latte. My advice would be maybe don't. I mean, just, I don't know. I've never been in a predicament where I've had to do that. I mean, I don't really go into woods, contrary to popular belief. So I, I just, I wouldn't, yeah. Did I ever tell you about the time my brother pooed in a... Shoebox? Yeah. Yes, it's it's one of supposedly everyone's favourite moments. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. No. Oh. Sorry, it's my parents. Do it. Oh. What are they doing? Hello. Hello, darling. Um, no, I'm just doing the podcast. Can I... No, don't worry. Don't panic. Oh, so sorry, darling. So okay. sorry, darling. I'm just on the champagne right. and I was thinking... I'm going to call my William, darling. Bye, so bye, bye, sorry, bye. darling. So sorry, darling. I just wanted to ring you and tell you all about James, darling. He's had a fantastic week at work. I wanted to call you to talk about James, my son, darling. But don't worry if you're too busy for your mother. Oh, I, I, actually, mother, um, I've just got back from Amman. You've been away, darling. Why didn't you tell mummy? No, I have, but you just, you don't ever listen to me, mum. It's all about James. Oh, shut up. It's all about you. James is such so talented. Anyway, darling, I'll call you back after your podcast. Next question. Uh, The next question is from, he says, Alex. Dear William Jordan and producer Ben, we hope you're all well. 
I've been a listener since the beginning of the podcast and have been waiting for the perfect reason to write in to you. Alas, I have now found my dilemma. A podcast that I absolutely love recently had a temporary change in the personnel due to one one of the hosts going on to a popular TV show. Over that time, me and many of the other fans gained a soft spot for the temporary host of the show. Since the normal host has come off the television show, the temporary host has become muted and is now only heard through an impression by one of the other talented hosts of the podcast. Now, I love both hosts of the podcast. Let's call them Billiam and Gordon. But I guess my question is, what is the correct way to ask for your temporary host to become more of a regular on your beloved show? Love the podcast and can't wait to see you live in October. Many thanks, Alex. I mean, do you want to pick up here? Oh, thanks. Um, I'm fine with it. I'm fine with it. I'm fine with it. If if the, would do you want Ben to come back on the podcast after a fashion? What does that mean? Yeah, he could come on. Yeah, we could have we could create a feature around him. And I've and we've seen all the things last week about. Were you silent or silenced? Like, if Ben wants to... Go, oh, God, look at him now. He's, all, he's he's literally rooting on his top shelf for the microphone. But, I mean, I do feel sorry for Ben because he, you know, not long after you came out of the castle and after the success of Series 6, as we were calling it, he registered with Equity, he got an agent. No. He was all ready to go. No. And, um... I heard he used to get up every morning and play Martin McCutcheon, blasting it out. <laughs> This is my moment. This is my present. He, he, even, he even has... You know, like you did, you have little presenter cards and a Sharpie in your backpack. Yeah, I thought... Right, I thought... That was even Ben. I thought he sounded great. He did. But the problem is, you've got two 31-year-old presenters who are... Um, what's the word? Um, what's the word? Insecure. So, we don't need... Any young, good-looking, funny guys on this podcast? If Ben wants to come back on, he can do. We're in negotiations. Let him on. And can I just say, by the way, like, so many people tweeted me when I got back going, oh, my God, Ben is exactly how you do your impression. I'm like, yeah, no, I don't make them all. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, of all the impressions you do, we should just say that probably the Ben one is probably the closest. Hi, guys. Well, I, I, I look, I'm going to say this now. It's our 100th episode coming up. Mm. And I feel he will come on and talk. Yeah. The funniest thing ever was when we got, when we got Ben up on stage in Glasgow... And he come up on stage and some, someone from the crowd just went, Hi, guys! <laughs> no, everyone laughed. Right. Yes. Um, Alex, we hear you. We hear we you. We hear you. Yeah, we, we're Thank working, you for speaking Alex. your truth. Uh, remember, G&D, if you want our help with anything, you can tweet us. We're at sexedmyboss. You can send your tales of trepidation to help at sexedmyboss.com or you can write to me, and now I'm back, I will send you a handwritten reply. Uh, a whole wodge of uh, letters are coming to me because there's been a big backlog. I'm working my way through. Um, the address is on the website, sexedmyboss.com. Bye, guys. Mom 
deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hello, it's me, Jamie Lang, and I've got a new podcast, uh, and this time there are no gimmicks. It's just great company. Because the thing is, I realise the reason I love podcasts so much is because they're a great way to connect with people. Hello, I'm Youngblood. Joe Brand. I'm Paloma Faye. Jay Blades. Elizabeth Day. Zara Larson. Casper Lee. And I'm Great Company. Great Company. Great Company. Great Company. Apparently. It's Great Company with me, Jamie Lang. Out now. Hello, Gene Divas. We're just popping up in case you're deep in episodes from years ago to tell you that very soon you can see us in the cinema. Hello from the future. It's future William and Jordan here. Stop living in the past and get up today. On Tuesday, our show at the London Palladium will be streamed live into cinemas. So if you want an evening full of laughs and outrageous problems and dilemmas, then come along and join us on the big screen. Help as Sex and My Boss Live is showing everywhere and everyone's welcome. Go to sexatmyboss.com slash cinema to get your tickets now. That's sexatmyboss.com slash cinema.